Hello everybody, welcome back into the world of cannabis. We have a really exciting episode and an important episode today. So the uh, topic of discussion throughout today's episode is going to be on medical marijuana. So mainly through this episode, we're going to really answer the following questions. So A, what ailments are medical marijuana used for? B, how does medical marijuana actually help the patient? And then C, Towards the end of the episode, we're going to answer the question, what is the United States' progress on medical marijuana? So first off, we're going to start with the first question there. What ailments do medical marijuana patients use uh, use the plant for? So there's really too long of a laundry list to, to go through and uh, name all of the ailments that medical marijuana can be useful for, but uh, we're going we're gonna to list some of them here. So... First of all, there's Alzheimer's disease. Second of all, appetite loss. Medical marijuana is great for cancer, uh, Crohn's disease, eating disorders such as anorexia. Uh, medical marijuana is used widely for epilepsy, glaucoma, mental health issues such as anxiety, schizophrenia, PTSD, depression. And even uh, insomnia is tied into medical or mental health issues as well. Medical marijuana is used for multiple sclerosis, muscle spasms, nausea, pain, and and those are just a few of the vast array of ailments that medical marijuana can be used for. So medical marijuana is extremely beneficial for all of the above ailments I just listed, and and much much more. But personally. Three of the ailments I believe will be increasingly, uh, uh, medical marijuana will be increasingly beneficial for in the future are cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and also mental health issues as well too. But before we really delve into these these three specific ailments that medical marijuana can help, we need to really learn, uh, how medical marijuana helps any patient in general, and then we'll dive into the specifics of cancer, Alzheimer's, and then mental health. So how does medical marijuana actually help treat uh, patients with this variety of different ailments across the board? So the answer to that, essentially, it's the cannabinoids or active chemicals in the marijuana that, uh, that provide the beneficial effects of cannabinoids. What are they? They help in regulating our entire bodies, really, in general. So they help balance everything out and keep us at a homeostasis, as it's called, or just a happy balance. But specifically, uh, cannabinoids are very, very effective in regulating appetite, memory, movement, and, and pain levels as well. So the four broad areas of appetite, memory, movement, and pain are is really why medical marijuana is so effective and versatile in a wide array of different medical ailments. So it can help with pain, with nausea, insomnia, with Crohn's disease, with cancer, just a whole slew of different ailments. And the reason is because uh, the broad categories of regulating appetite, memory, and movement as as well as pain is really why medical marijuana is so effective in so many different realms and in so many different ailments. So now that we understand the basics of why medical marijuana is uh, so effective to begin with because of the cannabinoids, let's return to why medical marijuana is so useful in the treatment of, like I mentioned, cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and also mental health issues. 
So why do I personally believe, based off statistics, obviously, that uh, medical marijuana is going to be increasingly more effective for those with cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and mental health in the future? So let's start with with why I think uh, medical marijuana and the statistics, like I said, are are there to prove it is going to be so much more effective in the future for cancer than we even recognize right now. So cancer patients can greatly benefit from medical cannabis in a number of different ways. Number one, there's really three that come to mind uh, off the top of my head. Number one is medical cannabis, medical marijuana, whatever you want to call it. It's the same exact thing. Uh, Cannabis controls nausea and vomiting, which is caused by the chemotherapy and cancer. So the cancer chemotherapy, uh, there's a lot of nausea, a lot of vomiting with that. And medical cannabis helps to control all that. Secondly, marijuana, medical marijuana, it's really the uh, very similar things between recreational marijuana and medical marijuana. Medical marijuana tends to be a little bit uh, more quality or, or, or stronger, more potent, if you will, but it's really the same exact plant, no matter if it's medical or recreational. But secondly, Cannabis for cancer patients is extremely effective in stimulating appetite and improving weight gain for those for those with cancer. So a big problem with cancer patients is uh, they don't have an appetite and those suffering with cancer tend to lose weight because they don't have an appetite. So what the, the cannabis and the THC will do, it'll improve the appetite, which will uh, increase the weight gain as well. So obviously the stimulation of appetite will lead to, to weight gain, which is a benefit for those with cancer. And last but certainly not least, medical marijuana has actually the power to, it's it's been proven to kill cancer cells. And, and it slows tumor growth as well. So it not only kills the cancer cells directly, it also slows the tumor growth for those, uh, those with cancer. So the next ailment on the list that I think medical marijuana will increasingly benefit the patients in the future is Alzheimer's disease. So these three, cancer, Alzheimer's, and mental health, is really in no specific order. Cancer obviously comes to mind first since it is one of the more severe ailments, but all of these ailments, cancer, Alzheimer's, and mental health, are extremely, they can be extremely severe uh, diseases and and ailments, so there's really no specific order here. We're just we're just going in in any any order we really want to. We could have went Alzheimer's first or mental health and so on and so forth. But secondly here we're gonna discuss is what can medical marijuana do for Alzheimer's disease. So medical medical marijuana, excuse me, has been studied to uh to slow Alzheimer's progression. So it's proven statistically to slow Alzheimer's progression. So how does it do this? So the THC, which is a major cannabinoid in the marijuana plant, will be an integral part in uh, Alzheimer's medications in the future because what the THC does is it blocks the formation of brain-clogging Alzheimer's plaques better than the current Alzheimer's uh, drugs out on the market right now. So it helps to block that formation of the brain-clogging plaques, which, uh, which really progresses the Alzheimer's disease farther and farther. So this will help to uh, slow that progression with Alzheimer's disease. Plus, 
the reduction of current Alzheimer's meds and the substitution, even if it's partly with uh, with marijuana, will help to eliminate a lot of the undesirable side effects with the uh, the current synthetic meds used for for Alzheimer's disease, which often can lead to dizziness, constipation, headache, and increased blood blood pressure, just to name a few of the uh, side effects. Marijuana doesn't have these side effects. Might have a little bit of a dizziness, which we'll discuss later on, but that's at usually extremely high dosages. But uh, general general rule of thumb, there's no side effects essentially with uh, with medical marijuana. So even if some of the current Alzheimer's medications can be reduced and some of it substituted with medical marijuana, the uh, the side effects are obviously going to be less because there's not as much as that synthetic Alzheimer's drug going into the uh, the patient's body. And ideally, he or she will get completely removed from the current Alzheimer's meds and substitute completely with the medical marijuana so there won't be any of these uh, undesirable side effects. So that's another positive, not only other than just the, uh, the reducing the formation, the blocking of the... Uh, the brain-clogging Alzheimer's plaques uh, that marijuana has as compared to the current medications, but there won't be the side effects as well. So A, there won't be as much cloggage, if you will, in the brain, and B, there won't be as many side effects either. So it's a win-win across the board, medical marijuana, and, and using it for the treatment of Alzheimer's disease. And last but certainly not least, the uh, third ailment that I see medical marijuana being increasingly uh, beneficial for as we move forward in the future is mental health issues. So mental health, somewhat of a broad different broad category here. There's a lot of different, uh, it's a big umbrella. There's PTSD, there's schizophrenia, anxiety, depression, insomnia, so on forth, so on and so forth that really fit under the fit under the mental health issue umbrella. But uh, medical marijuana can help with a lot of these different ailments with within the mental health issue realm. So for those with chronic stress, marijuana can help because uh. The chronic stress suppresses the reduction production, excuse me, of endocannabinoids in the brain, which in return can uh, can cause dep- depression. So the reduction or suppression of uh, endocannabinoids in the brain leads to depression. And what cannabis with cannabis use, what it does is the endocannabinoids can be restored and replenished to function, and as a result, easing the depression, stabilizing the mood of an individual. So what the cannabis use does, it pretty much uh, restores and replenishes those endocannabinoids or those lack of endocannabinoids in the brain, which helps with uh, mood stabilization and ultimately eases the depression of the individual. And secondly, in the mental health uh, issue realm, CBD, which is a major cannabinoid in the marijuana plant, is proven, once again, to possess anti-anxiety and anti-psychotic properties. Thus, the anti-anxiety and anti-psychotic properties, it's able to be used as a natural therapeutic option for those with anxiety and or schizophrenia there. So it's a win-win across the board with both the anti-anxiety effects and the anti-psychotic uh, properties as well that uh, medical marijuana, in this case specifically CBD, can have on the patient. And also a positive 
other than just having these anti-anxiety and anti-psychotic properties, is marijuana. Unlike these current medications that treat the schizophrenia and anxiety, it is not addictive and it's not synthetically made in some laboratory somewhere. Marijuana is 100% natural and it's not physically addictive. So contrary to a lot of these anxiety and schizophrenia or psychotic medications which are highly addictive and have a just a, a plethora of negative undesirable side effects marijuana it doesn't have that it's all natural and it's not physically addictive to the, to the individual so not only does it have the anti-anxiety and anti-psychotic properties CBD and, and medical marijuana does, but it doesn't have the side effects either. It doesn't have the downside that a lot of these current medications that are prescribed do have. So also under this umbrella of mental health issues, uh, cannabis has gained a lot of traction for individuals with PTSD as well. So one reason for PTSD is uh, is endocannabinoid deficiency, and that's that's studied, that's research based. Is the PTSD the reason that that happens? Whether it's from just some sort of trauma or war or a car wreck or whatever the PTSD is from, essentially, it's due to the fact that there's an endocannabinoid deficiency in the individual in the individual excuse me and what the medical marijuana does helps in recovering and replenishing these missing endocannabinoids thus helping to treat the PTSD so once again somewhat like how it and what was with the uh, chronic stress and the depression with the the lacking or missing endocannabinoids in the the marijuana replenishing those uh those cannabinoids in the brain same exact thing with the ptsd so ptsd there's an endocannabinoid deficiency the medical cannabis comes in it helps replace restore replenish the missing cannabinoids and and ultimately helping treat the ptsd patient and ptsd and individual suffering so finally last but certainly not least under the mental health umbrella Medical marijuana is going to be increasingly more successful in uh, treating insomnia, which is another ailment that is pretty much directly related to mental health issues there. So medical marijuana, very, very effective in the treatment of insomnia, not only just from a natural standpoint, just from a general standpoint compared to any other prescription or any other medication used to treat insomnia. It's going to be one of the best things an individual can use to, to help them treat their insomnia and help them get a deeper, more restful sleep each night. So approximately 10 to 15% of the United States population suffers from, from chronic insomnia. So that's a pretty high number, essentially, if you think about the massive population in the United States 10 to 15% of people are suffering from chronic insomnia. So chronic insomnia means it's pretty much a day in, night in, night out type of type of situation where this individual is suffering. But research has found that the THC in the cannabis plant can significantly decrease the amount of time taken to fall asleep for insomniacs who are physically healthy. So if you're an insomniac and you're physically healthy, obviously check with your doctor first, do your due diligence, get your medical marijuana card, but your time 
to fall asleep is going to be significantly decreased when using medical marijuana as compared to really anything else. And another study has found in addition to de decreasing the amount of time taken to fall asleep is that uh, marijuana helps individuals to have better breathing patterns while sleeping as well too so the better breathing that kind of hits hints at a, a deeper more restful sleep so when your breathing's calmer your breathing's more uh in more in a rhythm essentially it means you're in a deeper more restful sleep so you're going to wake up feeling more refreshed and ready to uh ready to go for the day and and it's going to be a restorative sleep rather than tossing and turning all night so medical marijuana not only can it help decrease the amount of time taken to fall asleep for insomniacs, it also helps to uh, provide a deeper, more restful sleep, and that's shown by the better breathing habits while sleeping. So we really only went in-depth into three specific ailments that medical marijuana can be increasingly uh, beneficial for, even more so than is now with cancer, Alzheimer's, and mental health issues. But there's a countless list, as we mentioned a few others, but there's even more. There's a list. There's tens of, of hundreds of different ailments that medical marijuana can be beneficial for. So it's an extremely versatile plant, and it... uh can have a positive effect on on countless people's lives on just so many different areas of of individuals from young to old to healthy to unhealthy and just across the board it's it's truly a beautiful thing so now what we're really going to discuss are is what is the United States progress in regards to this medical marijuana so as we know medical marijuana is helping a wide variety of different people, but what's the United States progress in regards to the laws of medical marijuana? So as you all may know, Canada, they're a bit of ahead of a head of the curve essentially. They legalized medical marijuana nationwide on July thirtieth, two thousand one. So obviously they, they they're decades ahead of the, the rest of the crop and I give them kudos for for seeing what's right for the, the citizens of their country and, and moving forward with that. But fortunately, many states in the United States where I reside have also wised up as of late too. So now the District of Columbia and 33 states in the United States have legalized medical marijuana. So following is going to be a list of the currently legalized medicinal states in the United States in alphabetical order. So uh, bear with me, there's, there's going to be quite a few, obviously. So there's Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, <gasps> Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Utah, Vermont, where the V's, almost there, Washington, West Virginia, and then the states that allow restricted use only include Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. So try saying that three times fast there and, uh, and see how that goes. But 
And in all seriousness, I'm sure this list of 33 states will expand much, much more in the uh, in the near future. And I'd have to think ultimately when all is said and done, all 50 states are going to be in the United States are going to be legalized uh legalized cannabis medicinally and and i think recreation recreationally too down the line but that's beyond the scope of this episode but medicinally legalized cannabis in the future my bets are on all 50 states will be uh will be legalized medicinally in the united states here so all in all as we've learned in this episode here medical marijuana has a has a positive benefit on numerous individuals lives and one of the best parts about medical marijuana other than its obviously direct effect direct positive effectiveness for patients is that there's hardly any drawbacks or downsides downsides to using uh, marijuana medicinally especially when compared to other prescription medications out there so there's not the addictive properties there's not the uh, just destroying of the liver kidney organs stomach things like that it's all natural and uh, and really the worst possible side effect from medical marijuana might be either bloodshot eyes or some medicinal users will experience some sort of dizziness and that's usually if uh too large of a dose is uh is taken with a specific strain so everybody is a little bit different how we react to any medication anything and and cannabis doesn't avoid that as well so some users do experience a little bit of say dizziness or bloodshot eyes but everybody is a little bit different so the best way to mediate that is start with a small dose if you are in a medical legal state and you do have your medical marijuana card start with a small dose and then move up incrementally from there you could always take more but you can never take less in a certain uh certain dosage put it that way so start small move up that's the best recommendation i i can give out there but at the end of the day the benefits of medical marijuana immensely outweigh the risk of medical marijuana and really it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that the the benefits it's a com- they completely outweigh any sort of risk with with medical marijuana so for these reasons discussed in this episode plus many more reasons that that obviously weren't included i didn't want it to be a a two-hour episode which it could have gone on especially with the medical marijuana discussion but uh it's a it's a no-brainer that medical marijuana will increasingly become more prevalent in the united states and across the world as we move into the future and really rightly so honestly the cannabis plant has a plethora of positive things to offer to any consumer but especially in the medical realm here so obviously cannabis provides tons of release whether it's spiritually spiritually mentally physically for for any consumer but especially as we found out today in the medical realm with uh with medical ailments these patients are finding a vast array of different relief from specifically the medical marijuana plant or specifically the marijuana plant used medicinally put it that way so that wraps up today's medical marijuana episode uh guys and gals i hope you all enjoyed this episode and learned something along the way too that's it's really the whole purpose of this world of cannabis podcast is it's an educational podcast to really help break that stigma tied to uh the marijuana plant in general and i think showing wit and and providing the facts of what benefits 
marijuana can have in the medicinal dimension in the medicinal field is obviously going to help us uh, progress forward in the world of cannabis in its entirety so as always i want to thank you all for listening to the world of cannabis in this episode today like i said hope you all learned something along the ride in this in this roughly 25 minute episode half hour episode here but uh, if this episode provided any value, any form of value to you, please subscribe and share it to your friends, family, really any get just get this message out to the world. I think the information provided in all these episodes, but specifically this episode with medical marijuana, it's such an increasing demand that there is for medical marijuana. I think it can help a lot of individuals out there. So share like on spotify uh or wherever you indulge in your podcast there there's a few other options you could listen to the world of cannabis spotify seems to be the most popular but it's on pretty much every uh every media streaming uh application put it that way so also if you find some time check out the world of cannabis instagram page at the underscore world underscore of underscore cannabis underscore i know that's a lot of underscores so i'll repeat it that's the underscore world underscore of underscore cannabis underscore as well as uh the world of cannabis.org for other valuable cannabis related information so uh like i said that wraps it up for us today folks uh appreciate every listener out there going to continue to provide valuable information for you guys moving forward here uh catch you all back here next time but until then enjoy the world of cannabis